we are legends. Hello and welcome to We Are Legends. I am Slow Beast. With me as always is Hate Mail. Also the world famous Ogre Barbarian and the Diaper Genie Kage. In this, the one year anniversary special supersized edition of We Are Legends, we discuss DC Legends two year anniversary. Breakdown Beast Boy. Review the top five most OP characters. Go through the top five most controversial characters of all time. Review five characters you requested. Look back at how the meta has changed over the past two years. Release our special bloopers episode. Go over our Patreon changes. Discuss what we want to see in the coming year and talk to a plethora of guests. Can there be more? (laughs) Yeah, this is going to be a very, very long episode. Or most likely multiple episodes. Part A, Part B. Let's talk about Beast Boy briefly, since the Oddsman just released an episode talking about him, and we were actually all on it. So, the <laughs> that, that was are, interesting. Yeah, there were the people that are only on our <laughs> YouTube, on the YouTube for We Are Legends. Um, I'm guessing you haven't had a chance to play Beast Boy yet, since you just got him not too long ago. But you did the Beast Boy event. What did you think of that with Donna Troy? Slow. What? Beast who? Beast Boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I did do the Beast Boy event. Um, I, I didn't think the event was super difficult, and I obviously have not been uh, maxing out my characters. So if I was able to get through it, I hope nobody else had any really trouble with it. Um, well, there was a lot of complaints about how really? difficult it was. Wow, my roster's pretty uh, weak, and uh, I was able to get through the Beast Boy event, and I've got him. Uh, I think he's a neat-looking character as far as an- animations and stuff, but I haven't really been using him. I haven't geared him out. Have you played with Donna Troy at all? Uh, once again, I uh, I have not been using her. I've, I've been collecting the character shards. I have uh, all the new characters that have been coming out. I've been collecting the shards. I've been doing the events. I've, I've got them... Uh, at least at Legendary 1, if not if not Legendary 2. Uh, but I have not been gearing them up to Legendary. I've got the shards to do it. I just haven't been in, putting the resources into it. Talking to May M4 and going through the Legendary Orders that we had or- originally thought, and we thought that death immunity was going to be so good, I- I'm really actually and okay. I'm, I'm really actually thinking that uh, his four and five actually should be the last two you pick instead of the early legendaries because I disagree completely. I really like his five. It only, but it depends on the overheal, which I mean, unless you're, if you're building around it, sure, definitely put it early. But if you're not building around the overheal, I'm a little unsure about it. Cause it's so hard. I've never been able to get his four to proc. I mean, I haven't had it happen once yet. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, it's just like John Stewart Green Lantern. I love John Stewart Green Lantern, and I think his ability is really good, but it's so hard to get at the proc. His is a little easier because he has so many shields. And mm-hmm. This boy has a ton of shields, too. <laughs> yeah, I, maybe I just need to play him more, but it, it's one of those ones that is tough. I think his three definitely should be really early because even though a lot of times it ends up in the same character, it's so useful. And you open mm-hmm. the match with his, with his three so often because it does so much damage. 
Yeah, and the meter control. Yeah. And I love the fact that everything on his kit, except for his basic, does meter control. <laughs> yeah, the meter control, I mean, that's the, the teams I've been running have been all meter-based. And actually, this morning, I was playing with them a little bit, and I used the Black Canary lead, Beast Boy, Donna Troy, and um, who was my fourth? I just blanked out. Oh, uh, Kid Flash. And I actually beat uh, an Atrocitus meta team. Yeah. Did you post that one on the line? Uh, yeah, I didn't have... Um, I didn't... My my recording failed for some reason. It, I thought it was recording and it didn't. So next time I get yeah. one, I'm going to record that. Yeah, because I saw you posting the Black Canary ones and I was like, that team looks bonkers. It's so much fun. <laughs> like, you, you really... You really, it's good against Wonder Girl because Wonder Girl doesn't get a turn. It's tough against the evasion teams because you don't have any way to deal with them. But if it's just MJ, you can kind of get around it. Then the Travis teams a lot of times don't have MJ. They have Power Girl instead, and it actually works really well against that. Yeah, um, just like slapping the crap out of them. You you can record, you can edit this out, but um, does Beast Boy still have the bonus damage on against the Enraged characters or no? It's oh, okay. down. He's running meter down, but I I know I don't know if uh, he had the bonus damage in his kit still with the. Uh, I don't know if it's bonus damage. It's bonus meter down. Yeah, it's bonus meter Honor, down. I don't, I don't remember ever having. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because okay. bear hug yeah. doubles from thirty-five to seventy if you hit an enraged enemy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Because uh, Beast Boy was supposed to somewhat counter those atrocitous Wonder Girl teams. But all right, you can just edit does, this out. It does work. So the five requested characters. I figured you could do this on the fly, Ogre, but Chemo, Chemo oh, yeah. was the one of the. I, I looked at the notes. I, okay. I have thoughts on Chemo and Victim. So. Okay. And I, I actually been full for a long time too. So, what do you need to know about Chemo? Well, he win the match for me. Well, first I'd say let's go through the legendary order of what you would recommend for him. I was using that in my intro. Oh, okay. I think you should just explain. Uh, yeah, go go ahead and uh, see what you're saying. I just I, I Sorry, just thought you, you were gonna. We're, we're just trying to make my editing as worse as possible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just talk um, about camo, and then uh, we'll 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 cover everything later. Ask questions. Yeah, you just I totally want you to ask questions. That's what I want. You know, I want to hear review of yeah. for people who don't know the character. So, um, legendary order. Uh, my personal recommendation is two one two three four, and the reason you want to do that is because you want that cooldown reduction on the uh, or sorry you cannot miss on his uh, spell because you don't want to miss evading characters you want it to just always apply the bleed uh, and then I really like the strength of the silence because you're going to want to use your basic attack to pick up those mems so if your opponent happens to have three bleeds silencing them is you know pretty strong and then. After that, you want to pick up his reduction in cooldowns for both his skill and his fallout. And then finally, his uh, passive to give agility downs when he gets hit. Because Kemo himself is special damage. He doesn't need the agilities. Uh, it doesn't really help anything. He's also using bleeds. So you don't really care whether or not they have defense. So that agility just seems really out of place for the most part. Does that all make sense? Yeah, now obviously on bleed teams is where I guess he's shines the most, but he has speed downs, correct? He does. His fallout applies two three-turn speed downs. And then also has a 33% chance to minus 15% turn. 
Now, have you run him on speed down teams? Not just not taking into account any of the bleeds. Are you talking about with like Captain Cold and Mirror Master and Clayface yeah. and stuff? Um, I've tried those teams, and it absolutely does work. Just because his slowdowns are like three turns, they are very long lasting. Um, it does work, but the problem being, there's really no other uh, bleeds for him to start doing the fallout early. So you do have to rely on him being able to apply them. Which the problem with that is, he can only apply up to two max. So if you start, you know, damaging characters and then killing them, or he, uh, or you, um, you know, fail and only apply one bleed to everybody, like you cannot necessarily hit the gate of six plus bleeds on the entire enemy team with Kebo uh, for his fallout. Gotcha. That's the only downside if you're just using him as your only bleeder. So, but it might you might be able to make it work if you have one or two, just one one other bleeder, and then maybe two other slow characters or three bleeders well, and a slow some, character. something to note. Something to note as of right now, Bizarro. Um, if you have the legendary upgrade on his stun, also applies speed downs, which is pretty cool. And then he also uh, applies bleeds with his AOE. So Bizarro is a good character to think about there for as well. What about a uh, Constantine? Constantine works great with Camo. Constantine actually gives Camo everything he wants because you're going to use uh, Constantine's basic. It'll apply the bleeds. Uh, call the assist. Camo will get out, count those bleeds. He'll silence the opponent if they didn't get enraged because uh, Constantine applies three bleeds. Uh, and then Camo will also gain the men's because the opponent's bleeding. Uh, Constantine can put a taunt on Camo, which is something that he can't do innately himself. And then that's exactly what you want. You want people to hit him so that his passive will trigger and apply more bleeds. Like, Constantine does everything that Camel wants. Or, I guess, vice versa. Okay. Yeah, and if you and if someone dies on the team, um, everyone gets, like, slowdowns and everything, and that helps Camel. Oh, yeah, it, it gets really gross when uh, a Constantine lead team with Camo on it has a team member die. Because constantly applies all those speed downs and turn meter down, and then Camo just starts using Fallout, and that's where it gets really gross. Okay, and the next requested community character was another one that I don't have geared. Um, one of the four I don't have geared, and so Kage's played this one a lot. This Harley Harley Quinn quite vexing. Which is a character that I really have wanted to take up, and I might take up sooner than later since I got the two face character that I can hold forever. Um, Kage. Hate mail problems. These are hate mail problems, yeah. not not anyone else's problems. Um, Holly Quinn, quite vexing, is a very underrated character. She is pure DPS. She can nuke a lot of blues. So, Harley Quinn vexing is a crit character that you need to build around. Her best friends are going to be the likes of, say, Cyborg, um, Steppenwolf, Aquaman, uh, King Tide. Um, anyone who can basically crit or has high chances of crit, uh, I would even say Reverse Flash would be a good option for her as well. Higher Gun Deadshot um, right, would be her number Oh, yes. Ally. Oh, yeah, her, her top ally. So if you run her with Higher Gun Deadshot and you use her three at the start of a match, she will absolutely nuke someone. Um, she could... I think I've seen her take a green down to like half 
way health, and if you have the true damage upgrade, it would you know it does more damage. I like to ramp her up personally. So her passive is on her four is uh, she gains one strength up and uh, turn meter if an enemy is dealt with critical hit, and the legendary on that is a uh, extra strength up. So you're getting two strengths up and turn meter every time someone gets a hit critical hit. So imagine running like a reverse flash and a higher gun dead shot on the same team. Um, you're stacking a ton of strength ups right there, and then open up with her um, her nuke attack, and she'll just destroy someone. My legendary order for her is actually going to be two, two, four as her essentials, and then three and one are whatever you want to, how you want to play her. Three is good for true, the extra true damage, um, but because she does so much damage anyway, I probably would take that a little bit later. And then the one would be silence, on criti- silence the enemy on critical hit. That's more for control purposes if you want to um, silence the enemy. If you're uh, running against a team that's got uh, crazy combos, you want to silence them and keep them in control. Uh, right now in the meta, because she stacks so many buffs, she's not exactly someone you want to uh, bring in against Wonder Girl yet. But uh, with Donna Troy, and she gives her the awareness, um, she actually will protect Harley's squishiness. So that's my thoughts on Harley Quinn, is that if you want to take her up to uh, gear 11, uh, feel free to do so. But I would pair her with someone who can protect her. She is on the squishy side. Yeah, she does seem interesting, and I know I've run across her a few times where she's seemed like she's done really well. Any comments? How, on... how is her baseline damage on her three? Could she nuke Wonder Girl? Yes, she can nuke Wonder Girl if you have if you put her on a crit. Um, so high gun dead shot, basically. Okay. Um, but I think I think uh, you would. You, she's one of those. Um, I think she's kind of like a red Etrigan. She just needs to ramp up to do some serious damage. Okay, that's interesting. Alright, and next on our list of characters that we the community voted for is Vixen, which I think all of us have some comments on her. Which She's a character I think all of us like to a certain degree. Um, she's one of those kind of middle-of-the-road characters. She's not great, but she's not bad either. And she works really well on certain teams. And she's a very tanky mystic character which there isn't a ton of those i actually think she's quite underrated yeah i, guess I agree people. with that she's terrible in defense so. but the ai i've noticed well that's because the ai does not know how to use her <laughs> but well on the positive side though i was using her on auto and i noticed she only does the rhino on auto so i haven't seen her faced her in so long that i don't know if that's the case and maybe they changed it if that's the uh, case, it actually has i'm pretty sure it actually has a coding to where if there's an immunity, she'll use the bear. If there's evasion, she'll use hawk. Oh, that's actually better than it was, because before she would just randomly change all the time and you for no reason at all. Like, I saw her use the right. evil once on, you know, Wonder Woman DOJ and just nonsense stuff, but it, her code yeah. is a little smarter than that. It'd be good. I think yeah, we probably I think, are I think all different. If there's nothing present that, like, affects those two, she'll use Rhino still. Um, so, but yeah, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I've seen her, like, do semi-intelligent things. I think we all kind of have a little bit different take on the legendary orders. Um, 
I think we probably all agree on four being the first, but I could be wrong. Oh yeah, the stun chances. Yeah, the phenomenal. Really good. That's her bread and butter. Turning into the bear, she gains six stamina up, um, and then she. That's rhino. She yeah, flies turns to the rhino, and she has a sixty-five percent is... Not bear. I always say bear, but I mean rhino. And uh, her fourth yeah, ability. The bear is her other one. Yeah, her. And she has a 65% chance to stun if the target's bleeding. So she's great on bleed teams, which was, you know, why Ogre So, Yeah, so you can't stun out of the gate unless they're already bleeding from someone else. But but you can you you can stun in turn two, which is quite useful. I every turn thereafter. <laughs> I personally like for Legendary Order 43152. I used to take one last, but I find that the evasion, the 25% chance to lose turn meter is more useful than especially in this evasion-heavy meta. Because if you hit Harley Quinn and Mad Jester, she loses all her turn meter. So I found that to be quite useful when I mess around with her here and there. And I like her leadership quite a bit because that extra 50% stamina is pretty significant. But I don't use her as leader a whole lot, but I like to have the option. Um, her basic... I don't you tend to swap abilities too often. The two speed-ups are great when you use her basic, but I just don't find myself using it very often. And then the bear adding the 25% buff immunity. You use the bear usually just to get rid of a death immunity when you're waiting to kill a character. So that's my logic behind it. And you're hoping think... that'll yeah. strike twice anyway. Exactly. Uh, uh, my, here, here's my thought on her basic attack, because the speed-ups are just really good. If she gets enraged, it gets her back to return a little bit faster. Yeah. So... That's that's my counter argument there. Also, if you do for whatever you have to start off with bear or uh, eagle form, it does allow you to use her basic and switch into rhino mode uh, a little easier with her basic attack being upgraded. Yeah, so I have four one personally as my top two picks. Okay, only because of those situations. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. What do you have after that? Similar order or? Uh, I actually like her leader as the third one, but that okay. obviously is going to vary. Yeah. So I have four, one, five, three, two. And Kage, you have any differing thoughts on that? No, actually, actually, I'm going to hop on Ogre's boat. Um, that's the, actually the legendary order I went with. I went four, one, five, um, and then two and three are up in the air or uh, coin toss. Um, the whole thing with Vixen is that she's kind of like a self-surviving tank. Um, she can just stun her and stun all her enemies, heal up, and then just kill everyone. Uh, and she's got the tankiness to do that anyway. Um, I have absolutely seen her like three v one. Oh yeah, I've I've had her three v one people plenty of times. She's actually that good. Yeah, in the right situations, she's not universal, she's not, but she's, she's definitely not, good. She's not Bane levels good, but she's good. And she's uh, and I wanted to add on to the one on being earlier was that um, you can actually call the assist. She has a very high base speed anyway. She outspeeds a lot of people. Um, I think she has so, like a one nineteen or something. Yeah, she's actually pretty fast, and so she's they actually yeah. And then you just call the assist on her uh, basic, and then she can just reset her whole kit. So pair her with Constantine or whoever <laughs> else. Uh, she'll just reset her whole kit, and then you can do whatever you want later anyway you just repeated everything ogre barbarian said i've actually been messing with her with donna troy and uh she has like a zero turn cooldown on all her moves so she'll have access to all her moves anyway that's a good call so you, okay you, you sold me on it 
I will move it up on my order because that does make they make some good points with those. All right, moving along. So we got an action pack episode. Next character on the list, the second most requested character was Medphil, which I've actually been using him a lot in the past two days because of Beast Boy. So um, pretty character you don't see a ton, but you do see him from time to time. His uh, leadership with the turn meter up, you'll occasionally see leadership teams with him as leader. He doesn't do a ton of damage, but he brings a lot of utility. I personally like his uh, damage immunity as his first ability, and then the strength downs as a second. And then the, after that, it kind of gets a little dicey on what you want to take. I personally like the 10% shield because, if, like Kage was saying with the other character, if you have call assist, getting an extra 10% shield to a mended target can be pretty useful since he's throwing out mends. And then I like his 6 agility ups with his taunt, and then I go with leadership last just because it's only one plus 1 agility up. What do you guys think? Yeah, this is. I differ a little bit. I like the strength downs first, but again, it, I'm taking the strength downs and then immediately taking the damage immunity. So it, just, it depends on what you... But only because the cooldown on Hypnotic Lights is a 1. You can do it every other turn or every turn, depending on who's on your team. What I Whether, found I use in him is that because I've been running him with Donna Troy a lot, I like to throw the damage immunity on her as my first move. Right, and that, that makes sense. You know, absolutely. So, But when I was using him at L1 way back in the day, those strength downs made all the difference yeah, you, because you I was able to apply them a lot. You can neuter a character, but the problem is there's so many special damage characters now that... Now there is, yeah. There, there absolutely is. So, That's why I value uh, a little less than I used to. This is true, but there's still a lot of physical characters running the meta. So True. Very neutering true. a power girl and putting her back down to normal damage levels is, you know, pretty good deal. Neutering a wonder girl is still pretty powerful. Like, But yeah, anyway, uh, the rest of his kit, like, I definitely absolutely agree with you on the basic for the shield. Second, and then I personally like the leadership more than because I never taunt with him. So yeah, he's just, I, I, he's just kind of squishy. I notice I use it every now and again when my cause I'll I, use it in dire straits. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, because Donna Troy, being a mystic, you know she gets hit so hard by the physical characters that sometimes she'll get low, and then her taunt falls off. So I'll taunt with him to eat some of the like Harley Quinn Majester shots, and he can survive them. Um, mm-hmm. but you have to wait till, of course, Wonder Girl's dead, but I do like him. And I was surprised you say he doesn't hit very hard, because I always thought he hit pretty hard. It, it depends. If he crits, he hits real hard. If he doesn't crit, it's not very strong. Yeah, so well, the thing about him is he's a striker gear set with a taunt as just, like, a secondary effect in his kit. Right. And so, I, he does have a striker gear set, but he only has one damaging move, so most of the time you're not using his basic. Yeah, that's what, he's not there. He's not there to be your damage dealer, but he does okay damage for somebody who's a utility character. Overall, I think he's oh, yeah. a decent character. I like him on the turn turn meter manipulation teams that I've been running with Kid Flash. Yeah, because it gives all your teammates play. speed up, and then he hits the meter down on the hypnotic lights. So. All right, and our last character that we had on our list was Katana, which surprising amount of people wanted to hear us talk about her, which Katana is one of my... I don't use her as much as I'd like because just because sometimes she doesn't fit the teams that I'm wanting to run. But she's one of my one character that I tend to like more than most, and I try to squeeze her in every now and again. And she can be scary when you face her if she gets she gets going. The legendary order I like for her. I think she's one of those characters that can be perfectly fine at legendary two. And the only two I really think are necessary are her can't miss, which I would take first, and then her leadership because I think she shines the best at leader. Because she can steal all the immunities and awareness from a target. And because Power Girl is so prevalent, you're going to take her death immunity 
Um, or there's a lot of characters running around with damage immunity now too. So, and then now with Donna Troy, you're seeing even more awareness. So having having those two, I think, really make her shine. I like her two next, and then I would probably go three, and then I think her four is her probably the least useful ability because her basics what you end up tend to use the most. You use her falling blade, her three attack, if there's a character you think you can kill one shot or you want to take their immunities but you tend to use her basic the most and the nice thing about her is that in this evasion having meta and if you're running atrocitus you can slot her on the team and she'll steal the she'll steal the taunts steal the evasions so overall she's a really strong character really good character in my book what do you guys think yeah i was i was actually working on upgrading her anyway just because of her leadership ability caring about debuffs so uh, she's one that I've been working on a little bit on the side here and there, uh, trying to get her up a little bit. So. A non-bleed character, Gilger? See, it ain't so. But, well, wow. well, hold on. Hear me out here. Bleeds are true damage. Katana gets extra true damage based on the number of debuffs present. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> not enough. necessarily not a bleed character, just a different way of thinking about it. <laughs> Fair. Fair enough. I actually think... Uh, oh, I'll actually let you finish your thoughts. I actually would be surprised if, if eventually when they rework her, they didn't add some sort of bleed to her kit, just because it would make a lot of sense for the character. So. She's a character <laughs> I don't feel like needs a rework at all. But she doesn't use that, that at all. You're right. Touch up where they add just a little something to a character, you're right. Adding a couple bleeds to her kit would really be all you would even possibly need. Have you played her at yeah. all, Kage? No, but I've seen a lot of footage where she's on an Atrocitus team, and she just uh, does better than uh, Red Robin. Because, I mean, the problem with Atrocitus teams is you can't purge per se unless you're running Red Robin or Castaway. I find, uh, I think, um, running Katana in there is actually pretty clever. And her being a tanky leader, I actually have not. Whenever I see her in the field and I in the lead position, I'm like, oh, I cannot one-shot that girl. I gotta f- play around it. So Yeah, when we did the the contest, M4 had Katana on the team to take out the Batgirl team. And I thought that was quite a good team. And It's one of those characters, because there's so many characters in the game, how many are we at now, Ogre? Close to 100 now, right? 92, 95, somewhere yeah. there. It's just hard to remember every character when you're running around with. Yeah. So many different Especially characters. as you start expanding your roster, you know, beyond, like, six, eight characters. It's all of a sudden you're like, you have 15, 20 characters, and you're like, who do I use this time? Oh, well, these are my top so I'll use them. Yeah. And then you forget. Like, I forget about Joker Damage Goods all the time because he's the bottom one on my roster for my upgraded characters, and it's like, oh, he would have been so good in that match. Oh, well. Yeah, I run into <laughs> that all the time myself. All right, let's make some bold predictions and guesses as to what we think is going to be coming in the next year. New, we actually uh, talked about this a little bit last night on Oddsman. Oh, did you? Stuff that we wanted to say, yeah. Okay, well, if you uh, want to give a quick recap on what you... Yeah, one of the things that I wanted was for Legendary events to actually just be, like, ways to get experience and materials and stuff like that. Like, super events, essentially. Because we already have the, the events that happen daily. But if the legendary events are just super hard content that rewards you mass amounts of, you know, XP and gear materials, 
because it requires level 80 anyway. It's like, hey, here's your congratulations for making it to this level. Now you can finally upgrade some of your roster. How about you, Kage? What would you like to see in the future? Uh, something along those lines. Uh, I think all the vets really just want something that a yeah. harder content for their gear 11 roster and just a more reliable source of farming because honestly, chapter 8 grinding just sucks. I hate it. <laughs> um, and then refreshing nodes 3 and 5 all the time because I'm perpetually short on those 1 or 2 uh, materials. It'd be great to find a new avenue of gear. That's really it. What do you hope to see in DC Legends next year, Slow? Uh, more Slow Beast. Yeah, that's what I was really wanting to see as well. What I would really like to see, and I know everybody's going to say raids, but I don't really care personally. I want to see a world boss before I see raids. but Yeah, what I would like to see is a revamp of the alliance system overall. Oh, that's a good one. Is I because I mean I I can't I mean I don't mind PvP days because at least it forces me to use different characters and whatnot. But the alliance grinding days and I know a lot of people that are new want to be able to have some way to contribute to their alliance. So I don't have a problem with that. But it's so boring. I mean it's so boring. Like one of the things that came up last night, M4 had the idea of uh, making your trophy count actually matter towards your alliance. Yeah, so that that's a great idea. And then what I was thinking, though, is where we would have these legendary events, have the legendary events, you know, be an alternative to doing Chapter 8 Heroic. So you go in, you use the same energy you would use Chapter 8 Heroic, and then you have, like, these world boss type of things that you could do so that people that are new to the game or alliances that are, you know, have weak rosters could still take advantage of doing those. Or you'll get even more points for doing legendary events, and then they drop xp meta agents or you could get a special currency that lets you buy rare shards you know make it really expensive so it would take you a long time but you could you'd have like a shard shop of some kind and you need to be level mm-hmm. 80 legendary 5 to do the highest tier version of it but they could be tiered oh yeah that would be super cool so that'd be something neat uh, that they could add i would love to see something along those lines oh you know what how about alliance wars Oh, and I, I would love to see Alliance War, but I don't want it to be like who can farm Chapter 8 Heroic the most, because I would shoot myself in the face. That's dumb, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it no, needs to be... be a PvP like mini tournament. Yeah. And I do want to like see that. more sieges. We've had the one siege. I hope it comes back soon, and I'd like to see it fairly regularly. Maybe not a whole month, two weeks long, no revenge. And you know, That's maybe... exactly what we were saying last night. <laughs> I would love to see that. Because Siege was so much fun. That was uh, the most fun I've had in this game. With the exception of the revenge drama, that was the most fun I've ever had in this game. I, I think the other thing was don't sell the energy. I don't care if they sell the energy as long as they keep it like they didn't keep it capped. Because it was... I mean, it, all the whales... Pretty much everybody stayed in the same rankings for the most part. All the whales bought it. All the non-whales didn't. And you All the whales of, bought it? I didn't buy it. <laughs> yeah, but you're, you're not a whale. Yeah, you're kind of... You're, you're like a... Like a dolphin. Dolphin, yeah. Yeah, okay. You whale, you whale on occasion. Yeah, I do. I would say you're kind of a wannabe whale. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a fake whale. Yeah. Fake to play, fake to whale, I don't know. <laughs> you're not even famous, bro. Good job. <laughs> and then we'll have our uh, bloopers episode. I got a little bit from this show. So it's... 
I got some good stuff saved from a long time ago, so it'd be pretty entertaining. Oh, jeez. I don't even want to know because it's halfway involving me, probably. Yeah, you'll be on there, and then we got some... Um, <laughs> Kage's got, a, got some, and then we got Prim. A lot of Prim, actually. <laughs> so, oh, really? Uh, is there anything else we wanted to cover? Nope, I think that's it. So I gotta get going anyway. But <laughs> Alright. Yeah, alright. Alright, guys. Good stuff. See you. I I just want to you know while I've while I've got everyone's attention I just want to say thank you so much you know you've, I, I never would have made it this whole year podcasting you know this first year of podcasting without the support of the fans and I, I just really appreciate them being there you know it's been it's been great yeah you really carried this show slow did you like the show consider becoming a patron go to patreon.com slash we legends for more information thanks for listening <laughs> you're not gonna say anything. We are legends.